Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hello, all. Patrick Ramsahoy. Hello. Paul Sanders is joining us on Skype. Hello. <laughs> and of course, we're rejoined by our good friends, Dwayne and Sean, who were there for the last time that we got together to do a Star Wars uh, review. Yes. So They were the negatives. They were very much the negatives. Uh, as was Paul, actually, if I recall. Oh, yes. Very much so. Um, so, the last time we... Were, we were on the right side of history <laughs> with regards to that fracas of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so I like to think so. The, the, the first, the last recording we did all together like this was for episode seven, A New Hope, uh, no. Force Awakens. Uh, Force Awakens. Well, sorry, yes, A New Hope Redux. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a New Hope, the remake. The quickening. Yeah. No, 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 no. But today the far, we're... The Force Awakens was far better than the quickening. I mean, come on, let's be real here. <laughs> today we're together for a, hopefully, a much better review, a much more positive review, as we talk about Rogue One. Yes. So, Darren, start with you. No, oh. we're not, okay, we're going to do again. Do we enjoy it or not? And then get into more details. Sure. And then, at the end, probably some spoilers. Uh, I think we'll have spoilers. Yeah, that's time. true. Okay, so if you don't want... Okay, okay so this I, far okay. into its release, I don't think spoilers matter. Yeah, exactly. We're, what, yeah. a month a two. month in now? Almost yeah. two months. And oh, no, I'm on so anyway. Keep in mind that despite the fact that Rogue One dropped in December, yeah. as I remember right, it did become one of the highest grossing movies of 2016, yep. yeah. despite the fact that it only had a couple of weeks in 2016 to do so. That's right. Yeah. And I certainly uh, added to that, or helped out, by going four times in theaters. Yes, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how much I love this movie. So, I'm going to start out by saying that I love this movie. Obviously, four times seen in a theater, yes. Yeah, well, no, there, there were extenuating circumstances as to why I went so many times. Uh, but this movie was fantastic and easily takes number two place in the pantheon of Star Wars for me. Yes. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back is still number one, but this is a very close second. Oh, yes. No, I agree. Pat? I agree. Like, it, this was a well-done movie overall. Like It's been a while since I've seen a movie that tied things together. I mean, yes, there's error. There's some issues with sure. it, which we'll get into later on. But overall, it was great. And it was nice in the Star Wars mythos that... It's very little to do with the Anakin Obi Wan sort of. Yeah. I mean, they're involved, but overall, it's a good, well done movie. Yep. I liked it. Pat. Oh, I agree. I think it's uh, one of the the top Star Wars movies to date. So, uh, yeah, definitely up there. Paul. Uh, I thought it was good all around. There were a few little things that I have issues with, but uh, a lot better than the previous releases that they put out. Where Where would you put it in the pantheon, though? Uh, I don't know, pretty good. I, I'm not sure where I would stick it, to be honest. Okay, well, think about it over the course of this conversation, and let us know at the end. Now for the Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was hoping yeah. The Force Awakens would be. Um, to any listeners who may have actually heard the podcast from a year ago, my main issue with The Force Awakens was the fact that... I saw A New Hope at every turn mm. in yeah. that movie. The plot, like, 
That was basically they went, they went back yeah. to that well way too much, and I thought it was unnecessary. Well, this they certainly was, did on this movie too, but for a reason. But it, there were references, but yes. But this was the story that hadn't been told of how the Rebel Alliance got a hold of the Death Star plans to begin with. It was new characters, it was new situations, it was new planets... This was a new adventure in the Star Wars universe. That's what I wanted The Force Awakens to be, and that's what this was. Since everyone else is ranking, I would probably put this at number three for me. Um, Empire, as it seems it is with everyone, I still count as number one. Um, I count A New Hope at number two because... It's what started. It's what started it all, and like the amount of... Swashbuckling adventure, I loved, yeah, and everything like that. This I would probably put at number three. Yeah, it's cool. I, I would probably concur. Uh, I'd say three or four. Yeah. I accepted uh, the movie for what it was. Uh, it, it streamed into, uh, it provided the that that launching pad into a new hope quite well. There are certain reservations I had with. Um, things we could discuss at some point, but um, yeah, no, I, I for the first time in a long time, actually, I found the movie in the Star Wars pantheon to be enjoyable. Now, here's something I was going to bring up for it. It's Because of New Hope was <coughs> more a fantasy swashbuckling type thing. Yeah. yeah. So when we saw it, we were younger. So that was, that fit, I mean, it's still a great movie, but when you're younger, it seems more energetic. I know there was people saying this movie Rogue One is not as well done for kids because it's more there's heavier scenes in it. And yeah, but I, hold on, this this movie wasn't made for kids. Well, that, 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 that was that was the, no, the what, failing of the uh, the no the 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 second trilogy, the prequels. Mm-hmm. The failing of the pre I know, I know they for exist. us they don't exist. Yeah. The failing of the prequels is they made it aimed towards children. Yes. Whereas this is a w- gritty war movie aimed at the people who were children when, when first, a New Hope came yes. out. And see, the thing is, New Hope was. For children as well, but also for adults, because that was the thing. It was is actually wasn't written by Lucas. I don't, I don't think A New Hope was ever specifically aimed at kids. No, no, but no, it, it was. I, I don't kids, think it was. But, but, but it, the, it, the it, third it movie, yeah, the Return of the Jedi, definitely was. Yes, but that's kidified. No, no, but I don't mean it was written for kids. As I meant, kids could watch it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That was one where a family could go see it right. and mm-hmm. enjoy it. Right. Because I mean, there's a couple of sad scenes where you know people die, sure. but overall. Yeah, but so Bambi had sad scenes where people... Exactly. But overall, it was an easy one where you could take younger children to where they would enjoy because of the swashbuckling and the fantasy elements. Two words, old yeller. And then this one is... Yeah, definitely, is, you're right. It's more for the people who grew up with yeah. A New Hope and enjoyed it. Because, yeah, it's a gritty war movie. They, this is a war movie. The rebels are doing bad things to people. Sometimes. In well, the, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Doing they're... Bad, they're bad things, ambivalent, conflicting things. Sure. You know, yeah. in the in the in the ideal which, of which I enjoyed. I, it, 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 I same yeah. here. Taking it, out the kitty element, well, the, to me was critical. Well, they they, they got rid of the black that was and white. Something I was looking for. They no, got rid of the black and white because there's no Jedi's really here, so the black and white is gone and it's more gray now. Where it's like, but okay. you didn't have to have that that conflict between the Jedi's and you know the Sith and all that stuff to to have a gritty movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Take out the slapsticky element was, to me, very important. Yes. 
I was so tired of that that shtick. Yeah, and like the humor here was there was humor. In oh, but there it was, was very dark humor. It was dark, and it was it was done properly. Sarcastic. It well, it wasn't done like the prequels where you have someone just dies, and then you cut to R two or it was, people. It was low key, low key humor, and yeah. it centered mainly around the goddamn robot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which I was fine with. I yeah. had no problem with that. Yeah. I love that robot well, so he, much. Well, he played the part of sort of uh, Chewbacca and C-3PO in a sort of sarcastic yeah, tone. Yeah. yeah, The comic for all, I guess, is uh, a necessary component. Yes. Uh, especially... In a war movie. Well, with the yeah. Star Wars thing, there, there was always some kind of funny thing to yeah. it, right? Yeah. But they didn't do it as bad. Like, the prequels went overboard to do the, here's a sad scene, now here's something really funny. They, it's, it's also... Yeah. The, the humor they use is different, too. In, in the original trilogy... Uh, C-3PO is definitely the comic relief. Yes. But his comic relief is, like, stiff upper lip, dry British humor. Yes. Well, Whereas, that, plus he's also the coward. And he's the coward. Yeah. But in the prequels, they literally made him a slapstick character. Yes, and it didn't work. And it didn't work at all. Not to mention that he shouldn't have even been there. No, of course well, he should. He shouldn't have been R2, there. No, he shouldn't have been was... there in the way that they were there. But yes, absolutely, they should be in every movie. Because originally, they were the glue that binds all of the original trilogy yes. together. And I saw an interesting one on Cracked. They did one where, imagine if the point of view of these stories was told by R2. Right. Like, he's the one who's telling the stories. Right? So then they sort of go, okay, well, it makes sense. He doesn't know what goes on because he's not there. So he's sort of making up in his droid little mind of what happened. And of course, C-3PO, <laughs> or Chewbacca doesn't get a medal because, well, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's you know, not a human. He's not a human, so he doesn't get that and stuff like that. So the, like, the first six movies, we're like, imagine it's R2 is the one who's telling other people, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he embellishes a lot of stuff. Well, Luke's his master, so, of course, Luke's doing all this great stuff, and he's awesome, because, right. you know, he's my master, so, of course, he's great. And, then, and C-3PO, he doesn't like C-3PO too much, so he makes C-3PO look to be like a complete idiot. <laughs> right? I don't think that's at all true. I think no, they're no, very fond of it's, interest, yeah. it's an it's, interesting take. It's yeah. interesting to sort of like imagine it from a different point of view of a different character. Right? Now, um, there are, I mean, everyone has, there's some flaws in here. Do we want to talk about the flaws? Yeah, we can talk good, flaws, sure. For me... That way we end on a positive. Yes. For me, there's a couple. For a change. Yeah, for me, there's a couple. The... Um, Forrest Whitaker's character saw. Oh my god, that was my biggest complaint. Yeah, it's not a, not the character itself, no. but the fact they use Forrest Whitaker. Because every time I see Forrest Whitaker on screen, I'm looking at Forrest Whitaker, and he sounds like Forrest Whitaker, and he acts like Forrest Whitaker. It's fucking Forrest Whitaker. Totally took me out of the movie. Uh, yeah. I hated it so okay. much. Um, I can't agree with you there. In one in one aspect, sounds. Sal Guerrero sounded nothing like the Forrest Whitaker I'm used to seeing on screen. Well, no, he, his all, voice, I, all I could hear on screen his, was My Forrest thing Whitaker. with him was either do more or less with him. Because mm. he... That, you, you have a complaint that I would have with Tom Cruise. Okay. It's Tom Every Cruise, time you see Tom Cruise, it's Tom Cruise? All I see is Tom Cruise. Sure. That's it. Tom okay. Cruise playing... Tom Cruise. The Nazi. There's Tom Cruise playing. Everyone has an actor like that. Uh, with Costner. my wife, it's Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, with me, it's Kevin Costner. I can't stand but the My thing is with, with for Saw's character is it's either not enough of him or there's too much. Okay. Like, there, there wasn't a good balance of, well, what happened? Why, why would the rebels kick him out because he's doing too much when you show them doing assassinations right. and other stuff? It's like, well, what was he doing... Yeah. That, that's <laughs> well, he could be targeting civilians. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing that the other part of the soft feature was the octopus squid thing. Yeah. Like you don't have to have him crawling over his face. Just introduce him, 
here's the thing. What's it do? It will tell us the truth. Right. Your mind may not survive. And that's it. And then you cut the next scene where the, you see the pod going, who? What? And he oh, got that's... over that really quickly. He did. He did. Well, his mind is strong. Yes. Yeah. But so, see, that's what I'm saying for the force. It could drive you insane, thing. except it didn't. Yeah. 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 Well, the, could does not mean will. Yeah. yeah. That's True. For me, that's where that part that that's where I wanted more or less of Forrest Whitaker to yep. find out what what the hell's going on. Um, couple other things. I mean, like the the action overall is good, but uh, that for me was a big one for me. Was you know what? For the first time in a long time, the CGI. The um, production design yes. actually did it for me. Yes, the battles I found were fantastic. Well, the reason it felt like there's a lot happening, but you're following the action. You are following the action number one, and the CGI was digestible. Yes, both with the um, the, the character generation like uh, Grand Moff, Tarkin, Tarkin and Leia. Oh my god, I loved Grand Moff like, Tarkin wow, so this much. Is, this is oh, pretty good. It did, and, and uh, again for the action too, like because in the prequels they did. Here's billions of ships going all over the place, mm. and you, you 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 can't follow anything. You have no idea what's going on. The um, mechanics, though, the physics seem to see, seem to be, um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's hard to put my finger on it, but it, I didn't see a lot of skeeters buzzing around well, in front of me. Kind that's of, what I mean. That's right? because in the prequels, well, you did that. There, I was able to follow they, the battle they, sequence. They mainly like they would go to a pilot. Follow that pilot to for a while, mm -hmm. and then go to another pilot and follow that pilot. Well, no, but it's per area. You notice yeah. first it was out in space. Then they would yeah. fly towards the shield generator. Then mm -hmm. they would cut from the shield to the guys flying on the, in the planet yep. to two guys on the ground. It was paced. Yes, it was paced. It wasn't like let's accelerate everything that involves CGI so that people. Uh, don't notice things too much. Yeah, mm -hmm. the CGI is that good that you can pay attention and suspend your disbelief. Essentially, uh, do you recall that sequence where that the the Death Star is coming toward the audience, right? And there's the Terminator line mm -hmm. that exposes it. Yes, and you know little ships passing by it and through it and all that stuff. Wasn't that fantastic? I oh mean, yes, I was like, wow, they've really made improvements. Yes. Yeah. Well, they, they and I, I find it believable because there's there's a it's matted out sufficiently. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like the human brain can for lack of a better word, too much CGI. Your human brain goes, it's fake. Like you, you exactly. Know it. And that's exactly. what happened with the prequels. They went way overboard with it. Well, they so, went well, they went pure green screen for that entire and movie. And you're like, it like, doesn't work. We talked about the animatronic stuff yes. from the other movie, right? Still giving you a quality of believability because there's something palpable. Yeah. Well, for the first time, I felt the uh, the CGI was palpable, uh -huh. without being oh, this is generated stuff. Yeah, you know? mm. I don't buy it. It's too shiny. It's too. It's moving too fast. Mm -hmm. right? This kind of thing. I do find it fascinating, just how the issue of CGI actors is very divisive, and that because. Mm. It's Dev, you were saying I love Tarkin. I, it's funny. Absolutely. I love Tarkin. I didn't like Princess Leia. I don't think they yeah. did a good job of her. Um, Maybe it's because we've seen what she looks like now, and it doesn't quite match exactly how she used to look like. So yes. your mind's going, well, I know this, and I know this, and it's not either of those things. It's not quite. Whereas with Tarkin, because uh, Peter Cushing died so long ago, I mean, we haven't seen him. In, I have never seen him in anything other than this anyway. 
that's the only instance of, of his existence yeah. was was his original character in uh, A New Hope. And so when they made his CGI, they did it close enough that I totally bought it. I totally bought into it. See, I I was I found Tarkin sort of took me out of it. Really? I think they could have used him less. Oh, and still I love it. that they used him more. I agree. <laughs> like and they did the odd blip here and there, a few seconds. Mm. They they for well, me the visuals could have suspended my disbelief. The visuals were pretty good, but the the audio synced. It just didn't quite seem right to me. Okay. Uh, when he was talking, and he could have been there as an imposing fi- figure. I mean, my impression out of A New Hope was that, he, politically speaking, he was number two to the Emperor. Right? He, he was. He right? is. So, he, you know, he didn't need to take over the Death Star, because, I mean, we're just talking, you know, a few days before the events of A New Hope, mm-hmm. so he still had that power at that right. time. So, he could have just been this imposing figure who's there, says a few things every now and again, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just he's there. No, I could see him taking over because that's the biggest. Weapon well, when when credit when credit yeah. screws things up, yes. But you know, oh, no, taking it, it over, taking it, it over for the prestige—that's a time was something he didn't need to do. Oh no, exactly, it does. <laughs> Actually, that, it, that it, does sound like something a megalomaniac. It, was, it would wasn't do. so much for the prestige; it was to avoid Krennic becoming a threat to his position yeah. by building on Krennic's position as. Well, I build our, this huge. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's that was my point. I mean, even just around this table, we have widely differing sure. reactions to that innovation in this film. Well, they uh, did much better than they did in Tron Legacy. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, although yeah. they got away with that a little more in the fact that uh, what was it? Clue was that there? Yeah, Clue was supposed to be a computer version of right. Flynn. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So they got away with it a little bit more. And it's certainly way better than they did it in Beowulf. It goes to the same thing as what uh, Dev was saying. It's, you remember what the person looks like now as they're older, mm-hmm. and trying to go back to make them look younger, it throws it off. Like I noticed the same thing with Leia as well. It, she, she seemed like her... Her cheeks were too puffed up compared to what she was. She, she looked like an Arab to me. Like it, she looked yeah, like she had just, Arabic it features. It didn't look like her at all. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I was okay with it. I did think though that they zoomed in on her a little too much. Yeah, maybe they, they could have left the shot a little further what back, or or just from helped. even from behind. You you didn't actually need to see her face. You just need you to know like you know who she is. Yeah. 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 And those or or she could have taken her hood off from behind. But. But you know that, especially after having seen Tarkin yeah. through the whole yeah. movie, if they just stuck with seeing Leia from behind, a whole yeah. segment of fandom would have been, ah, they whipped out. Yeah, maybe. You know? Mm. Well, it, even Tarkin seemed a bit off to me. Like, they did a really good job, and I was very impressed with it. But some of like, shadowing seemed a little bit odd for him. Like, he had, it, it seemed like his cheeks were more sunken, and he just oh. looked a lot. No, it looked a little different. He, than, he was than sunken by then. Yeah. He, he, no, watch New Hope again. His his cheeks are sunken. Yeah, he looked he looked like the walking cadaver. I think still can't get the shadowing down. No, but it's, it's right. It's, it's, it's it, it, it doesn't quite match the rest of the scenery, yes. and it looks slightly off. Yeah. And your eye catches that for yeah. sure. Yeah. But overall, the human features, as opposed to macro stuff, but it's improved. Like it's improved a lot. Oh yeah, that that was all excellent. Are a lot harder to, to do, do, I yes. suppose. But yeah. I, I think they pulled it off quite well. I agree. And it definitely did show. Tarkin and to Pat's point, I, I think it was a bit overdone on uh, the exposure side. Yeah. But 
it just goes to show the technology is getting better. Yeah. Better by leaps sure. and bounds. Now, and now, now, can we talk about the best thing of all? The last scene, we're in the, the little ship. It's all dark. Wasn't that gangster? And then it's all of a sudden, <laughs> you hear the... We're still... And I thought we were still going. We're still doing we're negative. Negative. Still the negative. I can't talk about that scene, though. That's just like the most awesome scene I, I, I don't know about the veracity of this, but... I was uh, I listened to a podcast called the Order sixty six podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mainly about Star Wars role playing that yeah. they do. Um, but mm-hmm. one of the guys that they frequently have on because he's a huge gamer is um, uh, Sam Witwer. He's the guy who who was the the character actor that they did the Force the Force Unleashed oh, right the yeah. Force yeah. yeah the Force Unleashed game, video games on. And he's voiced many stormtroopers, and he's voiced he, he's the voice of Anakin Skywalker and the Rebels TV, not Rebels the. Um, Clone Wars. The Clone Wars TV show. <laughs> anyway, he's a he's on constant on the show, and he was involved in doing some of the voiceover work in the movie, and he mentioned that they actually had to tone down some of the stuff that Vader did in that hallway because it was just too violent. So that that what what we could have seen actually could have been far worse than what we saw. Well. The extended cut release. To expand, they, they said that. they won't do that. No, there is from no extended what I, cut. From what I've read, the director had presented to um, the uh, Disney execs mm-hmm. with a product that was far too dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. They did go through reshoots and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, they, they did extensive uh, reshooting. Yes. There, there's a lot of uh, cutting room damage done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which cool. which sort of accounts in my mind for how disjointed. Some of the areas, yeah. The story well, was. From what I understand, almost all the reshoots were for what ended up being like the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. Um, and the after, last, after, and the very end. After, after, yeah, after seeing rough cuts, audiences weren't connecting with the characters enough, so uh-huh. they decided to go back do, and do spend really more time. Do you really feel that people were connecting with the characters with the, the finished product? I don't I did. I, I found the, the, no the, investment. The thing is, the first half, character. well, because it's a war mm-hmm. movie, right? So the thing is, with a war movie, you don't really have time to, like, people are like, I want to know more of a backstory. He's like, no, it's a war movie. It's like, you're taking, here's two hours of their lives, or whatever period of their life. It and, was, no, it was trying to be multiple things in one movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was the war story aspect mm-hmm. near the, the latter half of the movie, yeah. which I found was done well, yeah. but there was also the attempt and a vain attempt at that, at character development. I, I didn't understand where these people were coming from. I didn't care about the lineup. No. There were too many That's characters. the problem. There's, there's, there's like, okay, there's Donnie Yen. It's uh, Ip Man from space. Yes. <laughs> essentially. See, oh, he's another character. I Donnie Yen doing what Donnie Yen always does. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, See, and I his sidekick. I, I had an issue with some of his characters for the overall... I am one with the force, the force is one with me. Yeah, that seemed well, way too super religious, but then again, it was from a monastery and stuff like right. that. Right, so. but, but the thing was, that's how it started out in New Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The force was a mystical kind of concept, yes. right? Yeah. As opposed to... Metachlorines? Yeah. Well, Critter count in we, your we, bloodstream, for we, Christ's sake. We forgot that, right? But no, you're right. Like, that was the only thing for me was, but then again, it worked because his other partner, who had been also a temple guard, was not like that at all. It was like, no, I've, I'm a bitter man yeah. now. And See, like... The first I, half I, was I, slower. I, yeah, I, I, I can't agree on the character development point. I mean, I thought they did a decent job. I actually, for the most part, liked all the characters. Uh, the right-hand guy... 
the rebellion, the assassin. Can, can he's not as much. Dwayne, I'm not saying I, I but, disliked any of the characters. It just, but just I, I thought they I did. Them, but I thought they did a decent job of introducing them, of making them interesting. The, the one who I thought didn't really have too much. You know, I was hoping that you know maybe one or two might actually make it out. I realized it was highly unlikely, but you know. that's the one thing that surprised me. They were everybody yep. dies, including the robot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. That that was actually the moment that that I started realizing. Oh God, no one's making this out. When they kill the fucking robot, the 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 one that everyone is going to fall in love with. When that guy goes, you lose all hope of. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it definitely showed. But that's what I liked about. Yeah, it. Unless where it's like brutal. The war movie is like, okay, you're you're stuck on this planet. There is no hope. Yeah, yeah. Like your no. your only mission is the mission may succeed. Yeah, but, but you not. won't survive. Now, yeah. the the thing is. I wish I had more investment in the characters yeah. to regret their loss. Well, like, I didn't. Well, except for I grew down. I like the fact that they all got, <coughs> got wiped out. Every single one of them got wiped out. It was like, wow, this is great. But you also went into it knowing <coughs> what the fruits of their labor was. You knew that they were that the rebellion was ultimately well, going to succeed in destroying the Death yeah, Star because this, of their actions. And this is what I talked about before. But I wasn't cognizant of the price yeah. that oh. was going to be paid. And yeah, I was glad right? to see. That was their, their, the Rebels were... Like, we I, was, I was totally on side and, and also I liked that there was... But I didn't like the characters enough to care, care about. That's the problem. Did you like the political part between... Because like, the rebellion had the politics going on of like, we, we want war, we don't want war, we can't agree. And to be honest, I got lost in all that. I was like, okay, but this, can, this is too much... Sophistry. Oh, okay. I'm not well versed in the whole Star Wars universe, as you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you guys are total fanboys. But that's I just don't know. See, but how I how it works. I, I like no, but I like part of it because it showed that they're still not sure, even 18 years in, of how they're willing to go. Like, there's because there was still the Senate at this point in time, mm-hmm. so they're still hoping that like part of them were like, oh, we can use the Senate to try and regain power, or to, you know, to get force the emperor out. We can do stuff like we can that. Find a political solution. But then there was the military guys going, no, no, dude, you, yeah. you don't understand. There is this is going to be a war. There is no other way to beat mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. but war. Yeah, it. I I thought it was an interesting addition, mm-hmm. like the whole notion that there were a number of different approaches within the rebellion. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot. Uh, I'm. I'm not actually a huge Star Wars fanboy. I mean, I've seen the movies, you know, maybe a handful of times. Um, the uh, prequels only once each. <laughs> uh, and I've never seen the cartoon shows. And as far as the, uh, as far as the whole extended universe thing, the only thing I've ever read are the books by Timothy Zahn. And there are five of them. One of the things that he had in there was um, a Corellian senator. I can't remember what his name is at the moment, but one of his things was this guy had decided that Mon Mothma was doing things wrong. And so he went off and built up his own organization, essentially waiting for things to fall apart to fall apart within the rebellion because of Mamasa's leadership, and then it never happened. Yeah. And so he was off there with this organization, just, you know, it was almost like, you know, the mythical Japanese soldiers of World War II, 
you know, off on their own war never ended. But that was exploring a political schism within, within yeah, the rebellion. Really and so they touched on this. They yeah. didn't go into it a lot, but they touched but it. Then again, they, it helped remind us that one of the big things in A New Hope was, you know, Leia's saying, you know, I am, you know, I'm a senator, senator. and imperial senator on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan, and they're going, Senate's gone. Senate's gone. And that was, that was a huge new development right, of the yeah. whole thing. And yeah, we don't need it to stand you know, anymore. So the fact that there were some who were wanting to work more within the Senate and yeah. you know support the Senate in their efforts to reduce the Emperor's power and all that stuff, while others were openly prepared for military solution and all that stuff. And I they, liked all of it. And, it, and that's what I said. They, it, it ended up where they had to, they pushed it to a point of we have to do more. Mm-hmm. Like when they started when they went for the planet to go for that information, the general knew what was coming. Like he could tell. Right. So yeah, at that point, you have no choice. You have no choice. This is your only chance. This is it. Do everything you can to make sure we're, we're out war. It's successful. And yeah, you're right though. For some of the characters, like Bodhi, he didn't really. I didn't find too much to. I mean, yeah. Well, he was just the was, crazy imperial pilot. Yeah, right. that nobody trusted. Nobody <laughs> trusted. Um, the only one, like Cassian <coughs> did have to. He did have How the art. Oh, did you guys see the movies last week? Last week. Yeah. Cassian uh, so opening day. You're cognizant of the yeah. names. The set, well, I have IMDb. Cassian Andor. You don't know. Okay. You don't know uh, Andor. I'm cheating. I have IMDb in front of me. I, I don't even need it. <laughs> um, Nicely done. The I second, got little mnemonics like Prince Caspian. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Captain Antilles. Yes. Is, he gets mentioned in there very shortly. And I, that's the reason why those droids are shown in yeah. that one scene. Yes. Because Captain. Uh, Antilles. Captain Antilles. Antilles is the guy who's the captain of the uh, the Tantive Four, which is the blockhead runner you see in the opening scene yeah. of uh, A New Hope. Okay. There's, there's 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 a moment in um, in A New Hope where um, where C three PO is talking to Luke. He goes, "I don't know what he's talking about. We're owned by Captain Antilles, who was the captain of the, uh, yeah. the starship." And uh, in the movie, like, you know, so I'm still... assuming this guy is related to Wedge Antilles. No, 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 no relation. Is no, there no relation? There's no relation. It's like Antilles is Smith. So yeah, this is Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys have so much more knowledge. <laughs> but it was interesting because well. the thing was, it was a throwaway line uh, in the scene where uh, Jimmy Smith's character. Uh, Bail Organa. Bail Organa is leaving the room, yep. and he's like, "Captain Antilles, I have a mission for you." Yep. Yep. And then he goes, I, there's only one person I would trust you to, and well, I, I trust you with my life. That was before. It's the exact same scene. You know, yeah. but yeah. as he's walking out and the door's closing, you hear him say that. It gets, again, yeah, well, it's a beautiful throwaway line yeah. that just ties it in so yeah. well. Well, like they were it's asking, you know, who he's oh, going man. to get to bring the information <laughs> to the rebellion. And Bail Organa starts talking about one person he trusts. That's, trusts that's his daughter. Way, and that's Leia. No, no, exactly. But the, yeah. the, the Captain Tilly's line is a throwaway yeah. Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. just as the doors are closing well, as he's walking well, away. I'm going to admit the, the whole done. political side and all this, there's another kind of throwaway line from A New Hope that uh, I think they missed an opportunity with when Leia gives up the rebel oh, base. Oh, yes, Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah. Yes. Most of the rebel stuff, I think, in... In Rogue One, should have been taking place on yeah. Dantooine until that schism, and that's where they decide we got to go to Yavin. The only, the only problem with that is the timeline is too short. Well, yeah. okay, there's another issue I've got: travel from 
Force Awakens and into Rogue One is way too fast. Oh uh, no! Actually, if you watch the originals, they, the no. The, okay, from Tatooine, from Tatooine to Alderaan takes long enough for for Luke to get his basic training in the Force. But but if you watch it other times, like the problem with the light speed, this is a problem when they have with movies that mm-hmm. do long travel. It's, Sometimes it's, it's it takes the speed time. of plot. Is what they exactly. call it. Exactly, the speed of plot. No, it's, it's no. true. Because yeah, that is true. They, because they shouldn't gets, have been. No, okay, but Scarif gets, is in the heart of the Empire. Pack, yes, and they get the from strikes their, back, which is your number two movie as well, right? It, it's okay. No, no. They go from Hoth to Cloud City. That Luke goes to. Hold on, Dantu. hold on. Hoth to Cloud City. First of all, they're they're in the same sector. No, no, they have finish. well, they have to be in the same oh, star no, no, system. I'm not, I'm not gonna let you finish because you're wrong. No. Second of all, they're flying on a no. a backup Harper Drive, which is going times eight. Whereas Luke is in a X-wing, which is going times one. Yeah, no. There's a huge difference oh, in the speed of those Harper Drives. He's going to the Megabus system. Yes. Then he does training. With Yoda, yes. Then he has the flash. Oh my God! Yes. He goes from Dagobah this death to Cloud is way, City. Way yes. beyond me. No, but he goes. <laughs> he goes to Cloud City yes. in time to show up. Yes. Well, well because he's flying eight times faster than everyone else, and his training is cut short. The the other the side is, of what happens to Cloud City is fast. We we don't know how long it takes really to get from Cloud City. But Cloud City, City didn't last I, very long. I, I, I can yeah. tell you exactly how long it takes. You know, Cloud's, well, not like well, not we don't right know now, how long it took. But it Cloud d- City itself did not take very long to happen. No, but okay, how long does Except it take? Except that it did. How long does it take? You, you don't know how long they tortured Han. Yeah, that could have been a day. Could have been two days. I mean, Luke could have been halfway through all that training on Dagobah by the time they got no, from Hoth no, to Cloud City. What I'm saying Saturday, is, it's like right? Dev says, it's a speed of speed it's a speed of plot. So don't worry about how much time you think could well, have gone through. Yes, but. Getting from Yavin to Scarif in time to actually be participating in the fight and helping out the rebels that are on the planet, what because they find out that it's happening when it starts. That's a good point. That was Luke way too Han fast. Han left on light speed to get away, uh-huh. but he comes back in time to help Luke. Well, okay. Sh- the other thing is everything that's happening with Han and Leia on Cloud City is setting no, up the trap hope. for. They're I'm setting up the New trap. Hope. New Hope. Uh-huh. Han leaves. He's out. He goes, bye-bye, I'm hyperspacing out. Mm. But then somehow he comes back from hyperspace in time to be there to shoot the dark. Yeah, but that's yeah, but not because his conscience kicked in. Yeah. Or, or, or Chewie. Who knows what that conversation with Chewie was. was very high. I, I totally agree so with So that's you. where I'm saying. It's like, it, I don't worry about those timelines because it's one again, it's sort well, of... Well, it's what, still reasonable that he left, made his, had his change of heart, and came back in time to be yeah. able to deal with it. That, that is reasonable. Well, yeah, it's, not, not, it's not he got maybe got to the end actually, of his hyperspace route and then turned around and came back. He could have dropped out of hyperspace at any time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so okay, guys. Maybe we're, we're deviating. <laughs> way too much. However, way too much. However, to fix years, Pat, is what they have is during the whole thing going on, they could have been in uh, Dantween, and they could have been talking. Okay, well, maybe we should go back to our backup base in Yavin. Well, yeah, but the the thing clearly takes place in Yavin for the whole time. No, but what I'm saying is like. For you to fix your issue with that thing, mm. they could have just said, "Okay, we we have to." They would have been on Dantween. There, there isn't enough time. No, no, they already have it all set up. Is what I'm saying. The whole Yavin's already set up as another base. Oh They're yeah. Going like, okay, time to move our operations to our new base to our yeah. base in Yavin, and then bugger off. And that would have worked. That would have been fit because they would have just gone. We're out of here. We're grabbing everything and going. Well, to Well, especially base. when you have those divisions. If if part yeah. of your forces is. is 
saying we're going to give in, mm -hmm. you can bet that somebody's going to be giving oh, up where you are. Yeah. So well, the military is saying we've got to go somewhere else. And that would that would have been perfect. Just yeah. a one liner going, okay, time to act up, time to move everything to Yavin. Yeah. Um, so, but again, so now we are with the best scene. Hold on, hold on. More negatives. Does anyone have more negatives? Uh, Paul? See. Um, oh, boy, negatives. Do I ever. <laughs> I like how they stole footage from the original films. Oh, they didn't steal. They, uh, yes, they, they did. They uh, used unused uh, footage. Paul, they can't steal. It's their it's own, their own okay. property. But they... they Borrowed? They did the cheap thing and they just reused well, no, because they didn't. No, no. Some of those footage was actually not used. Cheap. <laughs> some of those footage was actually not used, Paul. The, the, the scenes with Gold no, Leader and stuff, no, scenes with Gold Leader and that were not used. They were left on the cutting room floor from the original no, not, one. Not Gold Leader, it's the Red Leader stuff that was used. No, really? no. I recognized no. it. Yeah, they, they, went, they, took, they used the archives from A New Hope to uh, have no. the rebel pilots. Yes, in, in but a lot of the scenes Garrett. with Red Leader and that right. were actually yeah. weren't in there. They were filmed, yeah. but they weren't. Yeah, they, they used unused scenes from the. From exactly. Europe. So, Paul, they didn't. And I think that's wonderful well, no, okay. because maybe, it's the same people. It's the same people. It's the same people, Paul. It stuck out enough to me that I'm like, oh, this really? was. It, well, that didn't suck. No, because it, it, it's stuff that. I barely well, noticed it. It's I, also, I didn't notice. It also made sense because it's the I same people. I don't have that level of knowledge. That it, you but it's the same people. It's I, the same people. I love. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, Pat. Don't get me wrong. But you said, you said it was a negative. negative. Well, it is a negative because it's like. like they but were. It brought, it brought you out of the film. behind Rogue Leader that you look through his cockpit and see it's the freaking Death Star. Okay, and they're fighting over uh, an access through a shield, planetary shield. That's where they're fighting now. I didn't see the Death Star behind them. I didn't see the Death Star doesn't show up until the battle's well underway. I didn't see the Death Star behind them. Well, I saw I saw parts of it. That it was enough to pop in my head. That are, I are you sure you saw? You didn't just think that because it was parts of the the uh, shield generator thing, which uh, actually had the, like the turrets and all stuff uh, like that, like similar to the Death Star. Uh, and the dust tower does show up. It blows up. No, no, but this is way after. But the shield know, thing but... area had similarities because it had the trenches. It had trenches that had the 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 the, the, the gun defensive, turret, that the universal imperial tech architecture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to admit, it's either, either way. I mean, you guys can accept it. I accept it as it is. But it still stood out to me as this doesn't fit with the rest of the film because it looked entirely yeah. different mm -hmm. and it was an eyesore to me. I know. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. I actually love the fact that they used, even if it's un, like uh, some of it was CGI, but a lot of it was unused footage from the original yes. movie. So the guys look identical to how they look in a new hope. Yeah. Which it's works. Fantastic. It's Their works. voice yeah. is and the they, same. It, they also used the battle to explain how Red Five was available for. Luke. Yes, exactly. Yes. Red Five has an yeah. awesome death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also explains. Now the architect can, of the Death Star can go, See, it's not my fault for the freaking goddamn... <laughs> no, it, it is. It what, is, but what, on purpose. What were your opinions of them explaining the Death Star weakness in that way? I was fine with it. I was yep. fine with it. Because, seriously, before that, part of the thing was... Yeah, it's so an exhaust, stupid. It's an exhaust port. Why don't you just put a cover on it? <laughs> that's going to take out 90% of the danger. Yeah, it's also... Well, no, it's also... It's an exhaust port. Mm -hmm. An exhaust port tends not to have let things go in. It's right. designed to push things out. out. And, yeah, okay, they use magic because of the use of force, and proton torpedoes are actually somewhat AI. They can fall down. Sure. But an exhaust port would be blowing things out. I like the explanation. It actually works if why... 
There would no be such a gaping it. flaw in the system. Yeah, of course, and they built kind the of same like flaw designing, the second one. Like designing Star Destroyers with the shield generator on the outside. Yes. What kind of a design flaw is that? <laughs> Pat, Pat, the second one, the, the reason they had such an easy time getting into it was because it wasn't built. It wasn't completed. Yeah. There were giant holes in I the know. superstructure. So they had no problem getting into the uh, interior core. And it was also designed on purpose to draw them. It was yes. It was on purpose they didn't finish it because right. they wanted everyone to attack it to go, ha ha. It's trash. Which, which kind of makes you think, if, if you're going to do that, why not make sure that that particular area is well shielded because it's going to be exposed otherwise? Well, no, because they had the shield generator to protect. Yeah, and they, they had the, and they had the, uh, no, they had the, the arrogance to believe that they weren't going to be able to get to the video. Exactly. And, uh, and they were right. Until the little tree people attack them out of nowhere. Yeah, those vicious, vicious Ewoks. Yeah. No, but I think that I, the explanation works. The overall, the scenes where people die is, is fine. Like, um, Galen... I, I loved every death in that movie. You know. Every last <laughs> one was wonderfully done. There wasn't a single bad kiss. death. And they, they don't, don't kiss. kiss. Yep, there is there such a thing as was, beautiful deaths. Yeah, for there? sure. Because the, the, whole, the whole theme of this movie is heroism, mm-hmm. right? And well, it's, and hope. But seriously, no, yeah. that was that was that was that's what they did say the hope thing. They they, get, they keep saying the hope thing way too much. But you know what? <sighs> we get again um, for there to be heroism, there has to be sacrifice, sacrifice. or the very wow. least risk. There risk. has yeah. to be a situation crafted to the extent that it's so desperate yeah. on the part of the protagonists yeah. that you know you're barely clinging to life yep. and you're balls out yep. to try to accomplish the mission. I didn't oh. get that. Really? I didn't get oh. that from any of these nope. people. Really? Okay. Zero. Oh. So you didn't you didn't find any of their actions heroic? There was no risk in what they were doing. Of course, there was risk, but they didn't act like there was risk. Okay. That's basically the, the well. Not until later on. Yeah. Yeah. They they thought we could go. Not really. I mean, uh, now, well, another one, actually issue is a small one. They introduced the two guys from the bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that that, that's no, 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 one no. of those Easter that's, eggs that's, that's yeah. completely I know, but there was, and, how did, and how did they get off the planet? They left before. Well, yeah, there, there was enough time for them to <laughs> left. Who knows? Maybe they were on the way to the starport in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. But those guys like the unluckiest motherfuckers ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Force is definitely not with them. Not with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially the poor guy with the the, te- the, the testicles that are his thing. The Aqualish? He's the guy who's trying to stop his buddy from being the red hot freaking, oh, I'm going to fight everyone. He's right. like being the calm friend going, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. And yet in the in A New Hope, he's the hothead who, yeah. uh, who all of a sudden gets his arm trouble. Well, no, but did you, did you ever see there's the videos of like what he's actually saying? He's like, no, 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 I don't mean that. I, I want to buy the, I want to apologize. <laughs> My friend said you buy a drink. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, man. I don't like you. I didn't say I didn't like him. No. Those are pretty funny. Those are funny because it's sort of the... Like, um, another, another thing that kind of bothered me about it was it's like they treat... I know it's, it's a whole timeline thing, but it's like 18 years and suddenly the force is completely unheard of. In a new home. Well, no, it's this no. Thing. I, I can actually explain that because yeah. they, they, they do a really good job explaining that in the Rebels TV show. Here's the thing: yeah. there were only ever ten thousand Jedi in a in a universe of billions and billions of people. Ninety percent of the population went their whole lives never even seeing a Jedi. Uh, I, it was only something that was talked about, especially in say the outer, outer the, the, the the outer rim, where there might they may see a Jedi once every 10, 20 years, like. These people went their entire lives only having heard stories and rumors about the Jedi. Well, I have a, well, a real life version. Paul? Yeah? 
Who did the 9-11 bombings? Where did where those people come from? Do you remember? That's true. Not offhand. See, now, and now imagine a propaganda machine in the yep. States that the, the States has been doing a whole bunch of propaganda. So the Empire was doing the same sort of thing. Massive propaganda. They don't talk about that. They, they wipe Jedis from history. No mm-hmm. one talks about them. Yep. So, again, it's easy to rewrite stuff when people a, wouldn't have met very many mm-hmm. Jedis to start with. And besides, all the people that we see are out on the outer rim. Yeah. You, you very rarely see people from the core worlds talk about you're how they also, don't know what a Jedi is. You're also basing, Paul, Paul, I think, a little bit of your Jedi thing from the prequels, which had billions of Jedis everywhere. Yeah. But in the first ones, even though New Hope, you, they're like, oh, some quasi-religious thing that happened. So, I guess the Jedis were the Templars of the age until they got decimated. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the ones that were helping keep the peace, but you were rarely hear about them or see them. It was one of those... and. You didn't actually know what the Force was, because they didn't actually talk about it. Right. right? So yeah, it like, it's, it's a secretive order. It's like Scientology. Uh, There's rumors, but you don't actually know what goes yeah. on inside. So again, when, like I said, because the prequels made it more like, oh, there's Jedis everywhere and everyone knows about it. No, but even in the prequels, there were only ever 10,000 Jedi. Yeah, and also, it's because you were ha- the movie was taking place where the Jedi headquarters were. Right. Was. But also, again, in A New Hope, right, Han, who would have been old enough to remember... Right. The Republic and the Jedi's mm-hmm. was like, ah, you're quasi-religious. Thing. Right. And he grew up in a core world. Yes. He grew up on Corellia. Yeah. So even he, that that's where I have no problem with them not knowing who the Jedi was yep. or what's going on because they, they were not very well known before and 18 years of propaganda. Right. Paul, it's not like uh, Star Wars The Old Republic where you're talking like 10,000 years before yeah, yeah. the movies begin. No, I, I get that. It just it's it, it, unless you you see that's not explained in the in the movie. So it's not. Explained. You're right. No. So that's why I'm just I'm going from just what's going on in the movies for the layman, you know, type thing. It just seems eighteen years. You'd think people would not would still remember. People Hell are no. Still alive. I know how know? dumb people are. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have faith in people's stupidity. Yep. <laughs> and their and their belief in propaganda. Yep. All right, now can we talk about that? No, that's at the very end. Oh, you bastard. You're Let, let's talk about how we liked, what what parts we liked about the the first half. You're of doing that on purpose. I am doing that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. We're saving the best for last, man. We're going to decal at the very end. The first half, again, like for me, was the Saw character was too much. Mm-hmm. But I did like how they developed, again, showing the political, the, the undertow of the rebellion. You said the Saw character was too much. Sorry, Rara. Too much or too, not enough? That's Ferris Whitaker's character, the one yeah. who saved her. Is, I, I know who he is. He, either, he thought he was too much in terms of what? Either, no, either too much. Air, yes, yes. Either too much screen presence. Yes. For either too much or too really? not enough. Yeah. I thought he made a, an interesting uh, balance to Darth Vader. Yes, because they've got similar. But I wanted stories. either I either wanted more of him or a lot less. I agree with that. So I, I, I just wanted a lot. That, that's how I felt. I wanted either more of him to understand what, what the hell happened, or less where he's just some other guy. Well, and I found there wasn't enough of them, and I just didn't understand where it came well, from. Well, that's, that's well, what I'm saying. Part, part of your confusion about him, though, is that a lot of it, his his backstory, actually ties into the Clone Wars. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's one of the, the, the people... One of the three characters that have gone from the animated world right. to the, the live-action yes. world in oh, Star Wars. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Exactly. But that, that's what a I'm saying. A lot of people who, who have never seen the, the, the but animated shows would never know. That's what I'm saying. Either you have more of him to explain more, mm-hmm. or a lot less where he's just sort of a guy who comes... You know, he saves her, and then that's the last you see of him. Right. Until 
later on where like you've got to go find him. Honestly, if they had had any I, other I, actor, I just I felt that he was a victim of the cutting room. Quite possibly, floor. Well, there there, there may have been some of that place. too. I would not be surprised. That's what uh, it seemed like anyway. Yeah. Because um, I wanted more of him to show again, like Kate Cassian is an assassin. Hmm. Like he whacks one of his own people because he he can't climb the, to get out, so right. he shoots. Yeah, him. but he is, and he isn't. No, he no, no, one no. of his own no. people. It was one he of his is. contacts. He is. It was one of his contacts. He, he, is, he, is, he, is, not, he is not a white hat at all no. in that movie. I agree. And that's, However, that's a big part of conflictingly, he holds on pulling the trigger against uh, Urso. Oh, right, right. because yeah. that's because that's Jin, Jin's yeah. father. So he's already having. This is where he's. He, he does is he assassin or not? He does. Is he a professional or not? He has a. He doesn't think gross. twice about whacking. No, but that's where he's grown. His fellow that rebel. shows his character development. He has gone from being one of the kill contact. Uh, I don't. I don't buy that. At well, all. it's not necessarily that. It's also Jin where was kind the of giving to him... Damascus for Prince Caspian? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> all of a sudden. <coughs> this guy goes well, from. No, it's being, I think it was his soft. time. It was his time with Jin, so and he soft. was getting to learn who his target was really? better, and really? also Saw. Okay, because he also had the hesitation when he saw when Jin was with Saw, because he was his orders well, were to Pat's kill explanation Saw. Explanation makes sense. Listen, I did not see any kind of transformation on this guy's part to lead to this. Yeah, it's withholding it's the murder dark, of it's her dark, father. It's yeah. dark, there was zero. Chemistry between those two, yep. but it started. I with, but I, 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 I think it was just but time the, with her put the seed well, of doubt in his mind. The, the chemistry would preclude him not killing her father, right? I, but this is where Sean, on my point, you don't is, think I disagree about the chemistry. There was no romantic chemistry, right. which was so, a, right. very well, refreshing for me. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes. So but as far as calling the trigger, just I think it was Jin's faith in her father. And that well, no, he, he had actually her. yes, but also you know, that he was actually show. helping the rebellion. But okay, when it, I say chemistry, I don't mean no, no, something romantic. necessarily romantic. No, but Sean, what I'm but saying is, it's, to it, believe her. Sean, yeah. it started okay. with Saw. His orders were to kill Saw. He stopped there with Jen. His orders right oh, away were to kill okay. Saw. He didn't I totally kill. forgot about that. Because <laughs> the general told him, "I don't care." He was told he's got to kill Saw. Like, no, I, 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 I think you're, you're confusing was, the, the conversation that he had. He was told to kill her dad. Yes, her dad, yeah. He was also right. expected to kill Saw. No. I don't think so. No, I think they were, they were no trying order. to find him only because he had the pilot. No, they, no, they, no, 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 no. Saw, Saw was a thorn in the rebellion side. Sure. He was going too far in their minds, sure. and they wanted him out before he started giving the rebellion a bad name. Yes. Oh, I think okay. he's been doing that for the last 20 years. So, well, yeah, he had been doing it, and they wanted to stop him. And that's where I said, like, he wasn't particularly ordered, but it was sort of one of those ones like, you know, we're not going to say anything bad if you do whack him. And he actually was, like, you could see his look was, but then he, that's where it started for me was, that's where he started developing the, I'm not going to kill her dad, was at that point where he's like, you know, there are different levels and there's different things going on. He's, and also it did show earlier, he did, he was questioning what he was doing a little bit. You know, so that, he in, he's the character that grew the most. For me, yeah, I, think, no, I, I didn't think, see any growth at all. It would have been a complete opposite if Saw had actually decided to leave with them before the planet exploded, because then he probably would have gone through with killing Saw. To be honest with you, you know, mm. but he, he didn't. He didn't need to at that point because Saw stayed on the planet as it was being destroyed. Yeah. So, you know, there's that too. Yeah. But um, 
I would like to hear people's thoughts on Jim. I mean, there was a lot of fuss in circles that I, I feel keep bad. track of. I feel okay. bad for the actress, the two, like, uh, the, uh, for Felicity and Diego. Because here you are, you're an actor, you're told, hey, we, we want to play star in a Star Wars movie. And of course, your first mind is, oh my god, franchise, yes, I'm going to be in the Star Wars franchise. And then they're like, I die. <laughs> I, I die. I'm a one-shot character. Yeah, but they die well. Oh no, I'm not saying they die. I just, I just imagine as, as an actor, right? You're like, oh man, being involved in the Star Wars franchise, or, I'm set. This is great. Blah blah blah. Or they look at it the other way, going, yeah, Mark Hamill was in Star Wars. He's been typecast for the past. Well, you know, also, 40 years. Uh, let's, let's not forget Harrison Ford. Kill me! Oh, please! Kill my character! Just fucking kill my character! I can't take it! That was well, sad, except that sad he Except, of course, Harrison Ford Both did it back. It was like, you're bringing me back? No, no. Kill him off. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he wanted his character to die. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. Like, well, it's Harrison Ford. Because contract. you want yeah, me look, back? It's easy to kill him. What are they going to do? I think Jane... Harrison Ford. She grew as a character. Again, yeah, I think she did as well. See, here's the, when she first started off, she was only cared about herself. Yes, she didn't care about the rebellion. She, did, she had. She didn't care about the empire. She she was grown up as a as a, um, a freedom fighter or a guerrilla. Yeah, but she gave that up behind. Like she basically turned into a thief. Yeah, that's why she was thrown in prison because she was trying to steal stuff. But it wasn't for a greater cause. She no. didn't care about anything Virtually other than herself. No. It's only once she joined this group that's when she started to actually. Realize, I can do something. Yeah. I can, there's I more. can help something. And there's something greater than myself. Yeah, that's and she's and she and she was willing to sacrifice, like, because until then she was survival. Like, I will yeah. survive. I'll do everything to survive. And then in the end, she's, you know, I'm not getting out of this. Yeah, and, and she's again. totally fine. Well, with it. there, the there's the other part of it though that she was doing what she was doing to start with to reunite with her father. Right. And when that was taken away from her, but she still had a way of keeping his dream alive right. by getting this information to the rebellion that became her priority maybe mm. yeah I can see that but again like and, and yeah I, to go with Dwayne and Charlie like the fact that there was no romantic connection to me is the best part of that is movie. the best part yeah. one of the best because so many times you're like, you're going like why is the chick with this guy like there's no you're not feeling a connection except right. besides oh it's a movie the male lead and the female lead have to be romantically right. tied together there was none of that I, they I were agree. just comrades in arms yeah, and, and it, no, no one take for a second that I was looking for some kind of. Oh no, I well, it's like Robocop. romantic connection. Robocop, the first one. But I was looking for some kind of association, like a, a, a shared sense of mission mm-hmm. yeah. between those two, mm-hmm. and I didn't get that at all. And I have to differ because I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I did as well. Yeah. Well, I I kind of liked that they were at odds with each other until the rebellion said, "Okay, we're giving up on the Death Star right. idea." And, and then say, he's coming back and saying, you know, anyways. we've done a whole lot of shit and I don't want it on my conscience if we all give up right now. So we yeah, got to yeah. go for it. You want all the bad things they have done in the past yeah. to actually mean something. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed how she moved into the leadership position. Right. And they made it seem quite natural. Yeah. And that everyone else saw it as quite natural. I mean, like, he saw it... And his gang of saboteurs and assassins, you know, trusted in him enough that since he saw it 
they were willing to follow her as well. Right. And, and well, I, I'll admit that was one part of the movie that didn't make sense to me. Why was she in that big meeting with the rebellion leaders? Because she's the only one who actually saw the message. Yeah. yeah. She gets the message. No, no one else could speak to no, what no, happened this, in there. Well, yeah. And don't forget. And it's from her dad. And also, no, no. It's, it's, but all she had to do was report it, no, all of that. It's a full democratic procedure. Yeah. Remember, it's, that's somebody it's from somebody in failed. her position wouldn't be in that meeting. No, they would have. Because she, they want... I don't, I don't think so. I don't they, 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 they would have had a, they would have had a report. Much, they She'd have been waiting in the wings maybe to talk to them, and then once she was done, they'd, they'd throw uh, her out for I can accept somewhere. it, because remember, also they brought Lando Carizian as a fucking general. Right? <laughs> yeah, well... Okay. It's a republic. <laughs> I will let people in the meetings. But, okay. Not only that, though, it's it's a rebellion, and... We need they, people. Well, she's tended, also... It, basically, it's the impression left by the original trilogy was that if you showed a certain amount of merit, they were going to put you in a position of authority because of that merit. So it's more a meritocracy than a a democracy. Kind of like the Israeli army. And so all it would take is, as far as her in the meeting, all it would take would be someone going, no, everyone needs to hear exactly what this was. From as close to the source as possible. What I had an issue with that. She's in her marriage. What issue was Cassian wasn't in the meeting. Right. See, that's where... Like, I don't have a problem with her being there. But at, at that Cassian point... Cassian should have been there. Well, he's... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But at that point, he's off gathering the gorillas. Yeah, and see, that's to touch on Dwayne's part. I, that's where he, for, he, he grows a character. Because they realize... Like, that was part of the other thing, too. Is like, we've been doing this for supposedly an ideal. Like, we've been killing people. We've been blowing up stuff. We've been doing all this for an ideal. And fanatics need that ideal. Like, to be able to continue and, and sleep at night. If they lose that, they're like... I'm just a monster. You don't have to be fanatic. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, but to just, justify your monstrous actions, sometimes you need to you need to have that belief, right? or you have, or you're a psychopath. Yeah, you have to have that hardcore belief to be able to say what I'm doing is for the betterment of all. Yeah, motivated people need ideals. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be no, a but fanatic. They, but no. they needed that. So when all of a sudden they're realizing, oh wait, they're not going to follow through with this. Then what have I been doing for years? Right. Fighting for like I've been out there bleeding, and killing, and doing this to try and get it all back, and now you're going to just give up. Give up, you know. So that I that I liked where they're all like, yeah, we need to do this, and I think a lot of them probably realized it was a suicide mission. Yeah. Like some oh, yeah. Like yeah, we're getting out of this. <laughs> Can I show you a picture of my kid? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like overall, I I find it difficult to single out good things. Oh no! I, oh, I can't. No, I with the exception of that. Okay. <laughs> Just give it a rest for a minute, please. Oh, man, are you, how can but, you give it a rest? That's a like, I, I, I can single out a lot of really, yes, but, really awesome. Um, I just found the, the overall experience one, yeah. very, very satisfying. You know, and again, yeah. this is where the I reshoots mean, like, actually for a movie worked because Suicide Squad went through reshoots, didn't work too well. B B versus E S went through reshoots. There's some issues. Yeah. A lot of times when you do reshoots, it it doesn't really fix... Like, they do reshoots at part of the area, and they don't work it out overall. Here, the reshoots actually worked. Yeah. But, uh, I was waiting to see Jin facing off against a TIE fighter, though. <laughs> no. 
She never proves to be a, a pilot. No, no, no. no, no. In, in the trailers. On the trailers. Yeah. There, there's this one scene where yeah. she's, she's on, on the, the catwalk, <laughs> and, and the TIE fighter is basically staring right at her. Yeah, I know. But there weren't any Did, TIE didn't fighters. That, didn't that show up? Nope. nope. Oh, there were no. TIE fighters. Maybe. There, there were TIE fighters, fighters in the movie, There were no TIE fighters, fighters on the planet. Yeah. It was all up in space. It was all up in space. That's true. Yeah. Because they all came out of the shield generator. Oh, Jesus, did they ever... Yeah, like a, as a like a swarm. But what happened on the planet? Those were all atmospheric vehicles that the that the rebels were fighting against. Yeah, yeah. And they the Adats. Um, that, that was another great no, scene. ATACTs. They weren't Adats. They were not true Adats. No, the Adats that you see in, on Hoth are actually up armored versions oh. of what you see on the planet. What you see on the planet are like construction vehicles, basically. They're troop transports, but they're not combat vehicles. Yeah, they have guns on them. Yeah. It's because of the Imperials. Yeah. They have guns on everything. <laughs> but the whole, the reason that a guy could use his um, door mounted uh, light repeating or repeating blaster to take out one of their walker legs, whereas cannons weren't taking out the walker legs in an, in uh, Empire Strikes Back, yeah. is because those were armored versions of what you see on that planet. Okay, now I have to bring this up because I remember from discussions about Rogue One before mm-hmm. it came out and everything. Okay, you had concerns. About the ships yes. and tech, totally and like that. Yeah, I have no problems with anything that we saw, with the exception of the initial plane that Cassian is, is piloting. It's called the Ewing. It's the one that um, oh yes, uh, they you also see on the planet when they come in and drop off more troops. Uh, that's and it's the, it has like these wings out out front that then turn into the the back and then go back to the front when they're landing. That's the only vehicle that we saw in that movie, which is a improvement on other things that you see in the original trilogy, in my mind. Everything else that we saw, no problem. And then multiple okay. versions of shuttles were fine because... But yeah, there's the version of shuttles who cares about that. Yeah. I mean, there are multiple versions of all sorts of ships. That's not a problem. The atmospheric vehicles, it's the first time we've seen atmospheric so no uh, TIE fighter-ish things. No problem with that. Yeah, uh, you're right, because it, it, like the prequels went... It was too shiny and too right. new, and you're going, well, why did they go from exactly. that to... that? Downgrade. And then I, I initially thought I was going to have a problem with the Death Troopers, but I don't no. because they were his private guard yes. and they were all wiped out because they were all on Scarif. Yeah. Yeah. Every last one of them died. In fact, Donnie, or not Donnie Yen, but Donnie Yen's friend died giving his life up to, to kill the very last one of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His, his black troopers were yeah. his yeah. personal guard. There's, there's a rumor going around that they're actually re, reanimated dead people. That's what I call death. I have the, the book in front of me right now that I'm flipping through. And is that is that what it says? I, I could give you a whole the whole background on those those troopers if you want. That's too in depth for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's a little beyond our review of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're already close to an hour and a half, so um, just no, over an hour. Just over an hour. Oh no, oh, okay. That's not so I, although I do want to throw in that I was really happy to see Warwick Davis in this film. I didn't, I didn't even realize he was in the movie. Yeah, he is. Was he was he, he playing Bistad? He played uh, Retif CB or whatever, the little um, little monkey alien thing yeah. that was there beside Saw. Oh, yeah. at the very beginning. Yeah. Okay. He was not at the very beginning, but when yeah. when they when they go and find Saw, he's the little little guy. That was yeah. When 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 they're on Jetta and they're doing the attack yeah. on yeah, the uh, the Kyber little... crystals. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. Man. Uh, all I can yeah. say is, if they do a Star Wars film and they can't find some place. To fit in Warwick Davis, yeah. who has never been in a Star Wars film as himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> then, some, then something's wrong. You know, I mean, like it's, it's, it's a harmless, it's a harmless way of paying respect 
to the, to what's come before. He, he has played himself. Where? In the Star Wars movie. Really? In what movie? Yep. That's um, right, he did. Revenge of the Sith. That much I know. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, you can actually I, see his face in Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, you, yes, you, you do. Oh, is he one of the Jedi? No, in the, the, the racing thing? Yeah, that was, that was in no, a New Hope. That was in Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, I'm sorry. Phantom Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. <coughs> I'll guarantee you he was in there. Okay. Okay. He was, yeah. He was one of the guys in the crowd that was curious. That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not a pod racer spectator. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. That's I've, the one. I've only seen him as Wicked. Fine. Wow, was that a trivia that you guys didn't know? <laughs> yep. Holy shit. No. Yep. But, I mean, like, been... That's because it's from Phantom Menace, which is <laughs> the worst movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. No. Absolutely forgettable, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, there are worse Highlander movies. Highlander 2, come on, worse movies made, worst movie of the Star Wars franchise? I would rather I watch Highlander 2 than watch Phantom Menace. Okay, Wars. That, that movie with William Dafoe and... Uh, yeah, new Rose Hotel. New Rose Hotel? New Rose Hotel. Apparently he's going to be in the eight Star Wars film as well. The last Willem Dafoe? No. Warwick Davis. Oh, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Warwick Davis. But, I mean, like, I've, I've been a fan of Davis's for ages, purely because of Willow. Right. There's not yeah. an awful lot of roles for an actor of his sure. physicality. Did you say Willow was a terrible movie? Awful. Wow. Um... You know, so I'm just happy to see the guy actually able to keep working yeah, no. in his uh, chosen field because I think he's a good actor. Yeah, there have, just isn't a lot of roles for him. Have you ever seen? Um, oh, what the hell is it called? He has a a web short uh, series where he plays himself as an actor trying to get roles in Hollywood. Oh my god! Is it John Travolta? So, no. Warwick Davis. Okay, because John Claude Van Damme's done, like, he's now doing sort of spoofs of himself in some okay. movies and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, there actually is a. Oh, it's funny. He's got a new movie or a series where he's a. The reason he was doing those movies, he was a CIA operative who was using the movies as covers to oh go do CIA operations. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he did a, a movie where it's like he's, he's going back into the field, so he has to do the movies again as a cover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's kind of funny. It was because he's he's doing okay. but uh, so but let's yeah, go back so to the, the Rogue One. Back Rogue to Rogue One. Um, I'll have to cut all that out. No, it's okay. But like the Tarkin things, I didn't mind because I love Tarkin so much. It, it suits his personality to show he is he is number two man because there, there's a couple again throwaway lines that shows mm. he's the guy. He's number two. Like when at the end, second part where the battle's going on. And the, the the Death Star is there, and the rebels are starting to fly, fly away, and they're like, should we take care of the fleet? No, no, Vader will take care of it. Yeah. And so I was just like, no, no, that's, that's Vader's job. We have other things to do. That's right. Yeah, yeah they're busy blowing up the fucking, uh, the, the comm tower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But that was funny. It was, it was like perfect. It was like, no, no, Vader will take care of them. Like, I'm... And holy fuck does he ever. When his yeah. ship... All of a sudden, jumps out of hyperspace, and the other ships oh, was ram yes. into it. We're getting holy fuck! We're, that was we're, so we're out of here. We're getting free. We're at the oh no, sir! <laughs> There's I a should... transport that just disintegrates. On now, its I should... oh, that's another problem. I was going back to an issue. Okay, mm-hmm. his planet. I felt should have had the eye on the they'll show the building. I just <laughs> the eye of Sauron on the building. <laughs> oh, come on! Seriously, it looked like Mordor. The whole lava thing, yeah, but, it was, yeah, but, but, but we've already seen it. it was you, you know, you know, you know what? what planet that is, right? I, I know, I know, I, okay. I, I know. And do you know why his thing is built there? 
the emperor built his castle there as a punishment to him. Oh, okay. It's 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 meant to remind him of his greatest failure. Failure, okay. But it just it to me it was like it's Mordor and expected the yeah, eye of sword sure. on the top of the thing. But, yeah, but how awesome was seeing him in the back of the tank? That actually was good. That was good with the no arms or yeah. anything. It's like just sort of realizing. And, and, and the whole point about it is um, when the Bacta is released, it falls onto the grating, uh, into the lava to create all that steam. Yeah. It, that, that was all done on purpose. No, it, it, it worked. Like his whole, yeah. all the scenes with him, you can tell James Earl Jones is starting to get old. So yeah, his voice sounded a little off. Yeah, uh, so it's imagine they're gonna have to like start CGIing oh, him. Oh Christ, he's close to that, what eighty years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the fact yeah. that still he's, he's still got a good oh, yeah. timber, oh, but yeah. you can tell it's starting to get to the point of it. Well, at this know. point, there's probably enough recordings of him that you could just go back. Well, and I'm sure they're cut doing. And paste Disney's it. there, like just say this line. Here's a dictionary. Just say every word in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we have to have what, different infection inflections. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. What, one of the one of uh, my. Favorite little comic strip moments, actually, from the past number of years. Um, any of you guys read Doonesbury? Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, on occasion. James Earl Jones is 86 one, years old. Yeah. Yeah. One of the characters on there, uh, Toggle, is an Iraq war vet. Yeah. Comes back and ends up working at a sound studio. Oh, yes. And as James one of the things, is, yeah. they have been recording stuff for GPSs. Okay. Yes. And so, like, <laughs> apparently they need, like, 54 phrases right. to do a complete GPS. And so his wife is all like, guess who we had in the studio today? James Earl Jones. And so it shows, it, and it just says, make a left. Yes. And it's in this, like, big black jacket <laughs> font and everything. And Tonga's all, that's a key for Mr. J. <laughs> well, actually, have you seen the YouTube one? There's a YouTube one where it's Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, Darth Vader. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, that's I'll, I'll, I'll check that out later. It's, it's another one where you're just like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's funny. Um, but but well, anyways, I think it is about time to discuss what Pat's been wanting to discuss for the last 20 minutes. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should discuss how awesome it was that a, an entire ship sacrificed its life in order to ram into the Star Destroyer, which then caused it to ram into another Star Destroyer, and those cool. then fell into the shield generator, which then finally yeah. broke the shield. That, that was, was my favorite part of the one of my favorite parts yeah. of the movie. That, so we're on to the positives. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> I, I think we've been on the positives for a while. <laughs> I'd say but, 75% of the movie is positive. It looked, it looked cool, but, but to be honest, that was one of the moments that just kind of took me out of it. Because... Sorry, for whatever reason, my brain kicked into physics mode, uh, actually, and the masses were just completely no, no, wrong. Well, space. no, but a, a tugboat will be moving a huge cruise in water. Remember, tugboats move aircraft carriers. Yeah, I know. But and you're in space with no gravity. Well, and, and, but and to be to be fair to Dwayne's point, the aircraft carrier, the cruise ship, is wanting to be moved. No, but also, no, but the, the ship had lost power. It got hit with inert. ion cast. That's so true. Yeah, ion in, torpedoes. You're yeah. in space, inert. Seriously, to move something in space, and they're just I could I could walk up and go push. Uh, yeah. No, no, mass does play a factor in all of that. Yeah. But, you, know, yeah, but, you do but, that push against something big enough, and you're but they have their giant thrusters. They have yeah. thrusters, and, and that's what they're designed inertia for. Inertia has nothing to do with gravity. Right. No, but there is no gravity. It has to do with mass. It has to do with mass. But so inertia is in effect in space. Well, no, that's the thing, Paul. There is mer- there is gravity trying to pull a ship down. So True. they hit it, and it pushed it. And helped it. And helped yeah. it. And but also, yeah. they, they, the, the ship was, like, they're yeah. full burn, and they're, yeah. like, yeah. and they're cranked to the ship. That ship was designed It happened too quickly. It looked cool, but it was just something, it was just something that took me momentarily, it was one of the only things. 
It took me momentarily out of the film going, no, that just wouldn't work. But Actually, then I went back to enjoying all the fights and explosions and everything like that. It's, so, yeah. No, the whole scenes with that, that, like even the, uh, the, the, the doctor, or the scientist, um, was Krennic. Krennic. I liked him as well. Like, because, yeah, he wasn't like a mustache twirling villain no. as much as just a guy who has a, a cause. Well, well he, he also had his ambition. I mean, yeah. He was a lot like Tarkin in that aspect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very much so. And yeah. then Tarkin overplayed him. Well, Maybe it's Tar- more like Tarkin came well, in I with brought the this hand. idea up to the Emperor a long time ago, mm-hmm. so I'll now tell him my idea... <laughs> Was successful. Was successful. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be taking control over yeah, the entire I, project. I owe you an apology. Yes. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Yep. Now it's I'll be, sure, I'll be sure to tell the emperor about it personally. <laughs> and actually, then he and goes, he can do that as number two. Yes, yep. exactly. Well, and then the guy goes to complain to Darth, and is like, Darth's like, I don't give a fuck about... Yeah. It. Like, yeah. Yeah, your whole... Your ambition, yeah. That yeah. doesn't matter to us at all. Yeah. Go away. Well... You know, not to mention that Darth was never a huge fan of the Death Star uh, oh, no, project. No, sure. no. It's like, we knew uh, the, the power of this battle station is insignificant compared to the power of the Force. Yeah, except Darth, I, I don't see you blowing up a fucking planet, Darth. <laughs> really, Darth, you, you, you blow up a planet and, and come back and talk to me, okay? Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying he was right. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that was Vader's attitude. Oh, no, exactly. Yeah. But that, that, and there's like, yeah, but that's why Tarkin was number two. Like I have the book. Well, I have a he's, he's he's not really number two in the entire universe because he's just the the grand moth of the outer realm, like uh, the uh, the um, what is it? Outer ring. Outer, outer rim. Outer rim. You're right. The rim. Actually, if you read the Tarkin book, I'm getting there. He actually is number two to the emperor. But why would he be more powerful than the guy who's in charge of the like the inner sphere? Well, he's, he's, the, he's the Grand Moff, right? Remember when the Senate's dissolved, all the, the power went into the hands of the boss. Yeah. So basically the but there are So like, he's the Grand Moff. So he's the one on top of them. 14 Grand Moffs. No, but he's, he's above them. He's actually number two because he's the guy in charge of the entire military yeah. for the Emperor. It, it's not uncommon in an organization for multiple people to technically have the same position, but one is first among equals. Yeah, so and that, Tarkin was called first among equals. That's why it's like, I'm sitting on the Death Star. Remember that? There's a movie of the generals. Yeah, yeah. Whose tanks are out there? <laughs> Those are... This is my Death Star. What, what do you say? What, what, what was that? Yeah. yeah. I'm number two. Okay. Yeah. And the mil- I mean, he is the military guy. He's the guy running the empire, like the empire for militarily. So that gives him a lot of... Well, according to what's coming in season three of the, uh, the Rebels, which is considered canon. Yeah. Uh, um, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. Uh, Admiral Thrawn. He's, he's oh, up he's, there too. Yes. Oh, he is, but he's he, he's not human, so he's not. Yeah. No. Which is why he'll never be anything he's more than a grand admiral. Yep. Fuck you. So we're doing it now. The <laughs> scene that like, <laughs> seriously that was cinematography at its best. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Because all, it's all dark. The guys are trying to get out, and all you hear is that, and then oh, the lightsaber goes, and, and then all realize, of a sudden everything is lit well, red. And, and also, did you see the people's face? Oh, and it seemed to be fuck. like. The only remaining two minutes or two and a half minutes of the original movie mm-hmm. that the director tried to craft right. yeah. that Disney allowed <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. allowed through, <laughs> essentially. The show. It was like, holy shit, this is 
fucking brutal. Pretty raw. Oh, and he carves through them. Yeah. And the guy, open the door! Open the door! Open the door! Open the door! And at one point, they finally give up on trying to save them li- their oh, yeah. lives and just say, save the data. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Get um, the fuck out. It was really interesting because we've never before had the opportunity to see Vader well, that's just in it, that right? kind of a mode. Right. Exactly, yeah. because in the you first, know, in, let's face it, in A New Hope, you're up against Alec Guinness. So you're, you're, you're restricted to sort of moves you can do when you're up against a you know, guy who, A, doesn't believe in the movie and, and doesn't do sword fighting, so it's like, okay, we're doing basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in The Emperor Strikes Back, I mean, yes, he, Mark Hamill had done sword training, but it was, again, him and to another force person. Right. So it was, it was like, never him against just regular people. You know, so this was nice to see, like, why he's feared. Mm-hmm. He's mowing, like, there's chaff. I'm, I take one guy, hold him in the air, and then, oh, wait, I slice him from behind, you know, you know, choke people left right instead yeah, of slam people back and There's bolts flying towards my head from dozens of people and not one of them touched. That was and excellent. And excellent I'll, I'm delivery. Like, yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, again, it showed why everyone's afraid of him. They're like, holy fuck, we're dead now. You know, and... and Morning. Then, Boarding party of one. Yeah, and I don't was, care yeah. how many people yeah. are on that ship. Yep. And that was also the perfect time because yeah, it ends. The diplomatic ship pops out mm-hmm. hyperspace right away. Mm-hmm. Vader goes after her. So like, that's like the perfect time for. And also, uh, at the that impression time, I had was that the pod got away. With the data met up with Leia's. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. It, it was Leia's ship that got no, the, 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 the ship was actually okay. docked in the. Uh, yeah. The, okay. So when they go, that's where so, they go in and they're like released right away. I, I only saw the movie once. Right. I yeah. didn't have the benefit of four times. So <laughs> that's twice. I got a little confused on that point. Yeah, because they run in. Gives to inconsistency in a new hole. What? What's that? Because he's Vader specifically says to Leia. Um, that the plans were sent by transmission to the ship. They were. They were. They were. They were. Yeah, by the guy handing the disc to the other guy. On the it was ship. still transmitted it from the planet transmitted up to the, the ship. To the ship. That was, he that was watched the, whole the delivery of the archive. Yeah. I, scene. I, 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 that wasn't the impression I got. I was I, the impression I got was from. The ship to ship. No, 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 no. It went to the Mon Cal cruiser, and then from the Mon Cal cruiser, it was then loaded onto that tape, and then hand-delivered to the last surviving member of that boarding party. Yep. But it still was a transmission from Scarif. It was still yeah. a transmission. Yeah. I guess if you, go, if you go that far back, you're right there. You, you're, you're right, and it said, um, in, in A New Hope, he, Vader does say, uh, transmissions were beamed aboard this ship. I think I think he yeah. does say that, yeah, but, that's, but he doesn't know what ship received it, exactly. right? He just knows the he ship. Just, he just knows the plans were sent, were delivered, and, and that it, this ship is the only one that got out, so it must have the plans. Yeah, because every other ship was disintegrated. <laughs> that can't be true, though. The only guys that got out what were Gold Squad, uh, Red, Red Squad, and like three or four of the other ships. But yeah. none of none of the capital well, ships the, made it out. Uh, what's that ship for Rebels? Yeah, the, the ghost. The ghost made the go, it. The ghost made it out too. Yeah, but no, because they know it got beamed to the the Mon Cal ship, but they weren't sure. They don't know. They don't know who received. Vader wasn't even there when no, the, when the transmission they don't know was, was which, sent. Which got sent? So right. Sh- uh, they they know. It they got know a transmission was sent out before the tower was destroyed. And then all of a sudden, here's this one that goes to hyperdrive right away. Yeah. So he thought so. Well, Vader would have still seen it getting the, the disc handed he, off. Well, he yeah. saw something getting yeah. handed off. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know for sure. Or something else. Who knows? Yeah. But he was regardless... He was having fun. Regardless... <laughs> I mean, like, it's obviously implied that they searched All the, the vessel yeah. that he 
you know, didn't invaded, yeah. didn't find anything, yeah. so and then went after... Yeah. And, and we don't really know how much of a time gap there is between the end of the movie and beginning of New Hope. It could be a few minutes, it could be days, it could be weeks. Yeah, because he has we don't, we don't know how many hops they made trying to get to Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that the fact that it gets overtaken in Tatooine, they were there on purpose. It wasn't an accident. Yeah, no, exactly. They actually are real like we're she, her, her her mission was to get this not just to the rebels, but to also oh, find Obi Wan who was and, on. And that's Tatooine. where it's like that's where it's like now yeah. it explains see they did a good job. Like the prequels have a lot of issues, we all agree. Sure. But they did it, and this is where I, I don't mind when The Force Awakens, they, they tried to get away as much as possible from the prequel yes. because it was still too fresh in people's memories. And they, they Just let me finish. So here, though, now they've had enough time, they can say, okay, we can tie in a really nice way mm-hmm. the prequels to A New Hope this way here by saying, we know he went to Tatooine, we know he's there. They don't talk too much more about the prequels, but they do... It doesn't have to be a prequel thing that he's on Tatooine. We know from, based on New Hope that he's on Tatooine. Yeah, but that's what I mean. And, but they do and, tie in the prequels and the fact that they that's do. Well, well, just Jimmy they, Smith's being they, there yeah, ties they, in. Yeah, they, they tied in the prequels in the best way possible. They reused Jimmy Smith's as yeah. Bail Organa. Yeah, and Jimmy yeah. Smith is a fantastic actor. Yes. And the one, one of the things they established in the prequels is that Bail Organa and Ben Kenobi our old friends yeah. yep. know each other quite well, yep. and reasonably, if anyone's going to know where in the galaxy Obi-Wan Kenobi is hiding out, it's, 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 his it's going to be Bail Organa. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. when he sends his daughter after him, oh, well, well, that you know, But you're right, that, that ties it, it does tie it in really well. So, And this is where I'm happy now, that the, I'm happy it worked, because I know Disney was worried about the one-shots, because it's a big investment, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows, like, the main Star Wars ones are going to do well. They... Yeah, I know you guys aren't happy with The Force Awakens, but they knew it the would print money. The majority of people are okay. They, they knew it would print money. Yeah. They knew it would make money. And so they're safe that. Yeah. But here's the ones like, okay. Yeah, this is a bit more of a risk. We're willing to take a risk because everyone dies. It's not as happy and, and fun as all the other movies. So because it worked, that means they'll be willing to do more of the same. Hopefully. That's my goal. Like the Han Solo one. I hope it's going to be similar to this. Like, yep. it's more dark and gritty and... and 2018? Can't wait. You know. Well, they've got... For myself, they have a lot to live up to. Yeah. Because one of my only other forays into the Expanded Universe, um, a sci-fi author named A.C. Crispin, who I've been a fan of for quite a while, uh, I believe she did some work on the original uh, Star Trek... Mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. she did a she trilogy did. of novels exploring Han Solo's backstory oh the, the, they were, the Corellian sector stories the, the um, Corellian cor- trilogy cor- corporate sector corporate sector ones they were too bad well no no the corporate sector ones were by a guy named Brian Daly okay. those were from like the 70s early 80s and Alan okay. Dean Foster with the uh, Splinter Mind's eyes yeah but that wasn't much Han that yeah. wasn't that, Han's that was backstory like, <coughs> that, was, that like, was in between A New Hope and yes, Empire we're Han, back. we're Luke and Leia. Yes, yeah. we Han all heavy. know, we all know. Anyways, they seriously didn't know? As well they should. At that point, they weren't brother and sister. Yeah, because... Yeah. L- because yeah. this wasn't a nine-story arc that Lucas had written from the very beginning, yeah. which is all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Revisionist history, motherfucker. And, I, yeah. Anyways, anyways, no, but the thing is, is that when they started 
when they revived the whole notion of a Star Wars expanded universe, mm. starting with the Thrawn novels, they did a bunch of different things. And right. one of them was this uh, Corellian trilogy that A.C. Crispin did exploring Han's backstory. Now, so all and it stuff was sanctioned by... No, that, that's at the time, it was. At the time, it was, but not anymore. It. They Disney... Uh, now the is not canon anymore. Era of the Empire is no longer canon. Which is too correct. bad because that was... However, a... Thrawn is now canon. Yes, yes. exactly. Because so they... of the Rebels TV yes. show. What, what, what happened was when... Uh, so Disney does not when accept all Lucasfilm taught no. When Lucasfilm sold to Disney and Kathleen Kennedy, I believe, is that the name? Yeah. Uh, took over Lucasfilm, which is still a largely independent yeah. division of Disney. They took that opportunity... And they said, okay, what's the expanded universe was great. What's done is done. Yeah. We are beginning anew. And right. So you don't so, want to get rid of a lot of the expanded universe because a lot of the expanded universe was crap. So, so, all, so all of that is now relegated to call, being called Legends. Disney slash Hollywood does pay attention to what gets crafted by way of yes. you know, novels and so yes. on. Yes, oh, yes. Really. Right. they do. Um, well, anything that has the Lucas... Stand. Symbol no, like art, so Lucas Arts um, video games, all of their books, yeah. all of their uh, TV shows, those are now the only things that are considered. Yeah. So because uh, because for so. a while Lucas was like he was letting people like there was certain criteria they had to follow for books and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as long as you follow that criteria, you can't change this, you can't do that. Go ahead because it's a whole galaxy. Yeah. Write as whatever stories you want to, yeah. and it became part of the what they call the expanded universe. Can it because he just wanted okay? Here's things you can't change, or or like the the uh, Darth Vader, Skywalker. There's these things that are set up. Other than that, in the universe, do a whole bunch of stuff because it's set up. But when Disney bought it, yeah, like Dwayne was saying, they went okay. We want to start a new. We're going to keep all the movies and a particular set of things, and that's it. Well, basically and, anything that was broadcast. So the movies and the and TV shows. Uh, not all the movies. And There's one movie that's not canon the at all. Special Christmas Bingo. That's, yeah. not, that's not a movie. That was never all. canon. That was a TV show. It was a made-for-TV um, movie. Yeah. yeah. Any, also, like I believe and, most and of Clone Wars isn't even considered Clone, canon. No, Clone, Clone, Clone Wars is canon. Wars is. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the, the TV series, uh, the droids, and the Endor one. Yeah, those, those are gone. Those yeah. are not any, Anyways, um, so yeah. So they've started... They've shown an openness to reintroducing certain concepts. Yes. Thrawn is the big one, yep. where uh, he is going to be in Star Wars Rebels. They're going to do more with Saw Guerrero in, yeah, in uh, Rebels, in Rebels yep. by yep. the way. He's, and I believe they even got Whitaker to voice him. Thanks, Sean. I forgot about it. But, um, but, yeah, there's a few things that I really wish they would bring in. Mm-hmm. But I'm just... What I, what I mean is, is it's not so much that I expect them... For the Han Solo movie to use elements of what AC Crispin did in exploring Han's backstory because she worked around the corporate sector stuff. Okay. Where her stuff ends is basically where the corporate sector stuff begins. Okay, so she did early life. Early, yeah, like stuff where Han was at the academy. Right. And that, and where yeah, he first started smuggling. The, the beginning of the corporate sector is when he had just. Escaped from the academy, or he he had just he had just rescued Chewie. He just rescued, yeah, that's right. He just rescued Chewie. But so, anyways, what I mean is that was to me a high quality story that they filled three half decent sized novels with. Mm -hmm. So 
it makes it a challenge for a Han Solo backstory movie for me simply right. because I have fond memories of this definitely more extended version of Han Solo's past. Right. Because if you count the corporate sector stuff, you'd end up with six novels. Right. Did you like the corporate sector Loved stuff? Loved it. It was okay. I found it okay. Well, I read it when I, I was found 16, it so. A little iffy myself, but, but yeah. But um, the one thing that I really wished, that I really, really wished that they would have brought over from the extended universe, Mara Jade. Well, there's a good chance they will. Well, depending uh, on how well. She's supposed to be in Star Wars Rebels. So but that makes see, see I, I actually dislike Mara Jade. Really? I, think, I think she's a terrible character. Really? Yeah. Because she's the best at everything she does. She can't do anything wrong. She's the best pilot. She's the best uh, lightsaber combatist. She's the best Jedi. She's the best everything she does. Are you talking about Rey? No. No, no you'd think I was talking about Rey because yeah. she's like that too. I cannot stand her character. Well, uh... So Rey has the excuse of she's got the Force and she just doesn't know how to use it. That's, well, that's Mar- why Mar- she's... Mara Jade does as well. She yeah. was the yeah. Emperor's Hand. Yeah. yeah, but Ray doesn't know how to that. She doesn't know that she's force sensitive, mm-hmm. but that's what's guiding her perfection and everything. Oh, she absolutely! Tries. Yeah. But I just find it way over the top that she's the best at everything she does. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's not necessarily the best, but she's good. Yeah. She was but better, she, good enough to be Ray or to be that, that that actually is explained away. He was severely, severely injured yeah. by oh, yeah. a, a weapon that cores people yeah. normally. Yes. So the fact that he survived <coughs> that we, bolt we, at all... We, we've been over this yeah. a million times. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like, it's brought up all the time. <laughs> uh, for me, like, they introduced Mara Jade, and they ended up having her become Luke's partner. Yep, yep. And that partnership, I just absolutely loved. Right now, about the best I am hoping for from Episode 8 is that they will mention her and that she died in some way, like, a number of years previously. Because it's strongly implied that Luke has been living as a hermit. Yeah. And if he's living as a hermit, that means Mara Jade is not in his life. Right. She's probably dead. mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah. But I am so looking forward to Episode 8. So, kind of on-topic but off-topic, did uh, folks watch Legends of Tomorrow last week? Uh, I I am behind in all of my TV. Um, I haven't seen a couple of episodes of uh, of um, Agents of Shield. You know I'm gonna have to call this. Yeah, do we want to stop yeah, the recording you know, for? A... Uh, <laughs> let's let's get back. Do we want to stop the recording for Rogue One then? I actually have to leave, so that might be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well, it's an hour and a half, almost even. Yeah, so. that's not too bad. So overall, though, everyone like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, huge. I'll go back to what I said at the beginning. This is the sort of story I was hoping yeah. for from a Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you, one of the one of the top things that I liked about the movie uh, was that they were at what about five different planets, and only two or three of them were ones we'd seen before. Yes. Mm. yes. Oh, that was nice. That, exactly. Good point. No, no Good point. Tatooine. No Coruscant. I think Coruscant has a small part in the movie. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, they. Yeah, there's a flashback when she remembers her father and her mother. Oh, that's that's yeah. true. That that takes place on Coruscant. Yeah. Okay. Does it? Yeah. I, it could have it, it could have been that, any planet. That was back though, when wasn't she was a real. But child. was it Coruscant? Did it actually say yeah. Coruscant? I don't. It, it, it might not say it, but in, in the ultimate visual guide that I have in yeah. front of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's but telling you right yeah. now. It's oh, okay. Coruscant. Yeah. But I was going to say they don't actually mention yeah. it in the movie. They don't say no. Coruscant. No, no. but but. 
you if if you've seen the prequels, you know it's Coruscant. Coruscant. Coruscant's mentioned in the movie. Oh no, it's oh, mentioned, yeah. but, but, but what I meant is at this... the very beginning between between um, the father and. Uh... Yeah, no, Paul. What I meant is is they don't actually say that's Coruscant when they do the flashback. No, no, they don't. No. They don't say no. it. But well, they're, they're not going to they're if, not going to label all their. If, if you've seen out the window, and you've seen it's the prequels, more. you know it's Coruscant. <laughs> See, I didn't notice, but that's probably because I tried to blank the prequels from the <laughs> Yeah. As much as possible. I totally agree with so, you. So, uh, I guess we'll call it here, then? Um, well, I will say one thing. Um, and this isn't directly um, related to the movie, but I have been watching uh, all of the animated Clone Wars, the, the CGI Clone Wars. I, haven't, I still haven't seen all of the, the original animated Clone Wars, but the CGI Clone Wars and all of Rebels up to the end of season two now, and they are fantastic. They're so well done, and they they really help tie the whole story okay. together. So I highly recommend that for those who haven't seen it yet. Cool. cool. And all right. uh, what platform are you watching that on? Uh, I actually own the DVDs for the Rebels because they weren't on Netflix, but all of Clone Wars um, CGI Clone Wars is on Netflix. Oh, cool. All right, so thank you for joining us uh, once again for the Other Basin Podcast. Say goodbye, Paul. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.